good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. You know, it's funny. I was talking with somebody yesterday afternoon, and uh, they said, how are you doing, man? Like, how are things going? And I'm thinking, for me, they're going pretty good. Like, I compare, you know, you're not supposed to compare yourself, right? But then I compare myself to a lot of the people that I see out there who struggle. And I think about, like, what are they struggling with? I mean, are they struggling with finances? Are they struggling struggling with their relationships? Are they struggling with health? And I think to myself, you know, I I don't have like major struggles. You know, um, I messed up pretty bad in life. You know, throughout most of my life, as far as like, I didn't save anything for the future. I had no retirement or anything like that going on. And over the last few years, a lot of this stuff has changed in my life. Um, you know, not only the, the way I'm like living, but the way I'm thinking and you know, the thing, the way you think really changes the way you live. So it's really has to come down to the things that you're thinking about. Right? And, uh, being conscious of what you're thinking about. I mean, it's pretty important to, to understand that. And so a lot of times I will see on the comment section, people calling me out for being some kind of shill or a federal reserve weasel or something of, of that nature. Um, saying that I'm a, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to say. Like if you follow my channel long enough, you would know that I really don't have much of an opinion of any kind of direction that I think the federal reserve should behave or what is the correct path that should be taken. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't even try to try to pretend that I can understand that. The, what I'm trying to do is to look at the information that I see out there and the way that people conduct themselves and try and predict the future to best position myself. This is really what the channel has always been about. And so as we started seeing the pandemic kicking in and the shortages kicking, uh, kicking in and the shortages of things like shipping that was very difficult to try and source out. The price of shipping containers and trucking and everything else really started to skyrocket as the overwhelming consumer demand started pushing in a lot of inventory into the system that was having difficulties transferring through as you know everybody was sent home and not to go to work. And this really bottlenecked up everything inside of the supply chain. So the demand for shipping really skyrocketed during this time. And the investment into these companies, whether it be trucking or freight or whatever it is, anybody who was transferring goods from one location to another really started to charge a lot more and then increase the amount of business capacity they could provide. And now, just like anything else out there, it's just a supply and demand issue that creates this pricing. And as much as people want to call out manipulation or whatever, I mean, that's fine. There was manipulation in the idea that everybody was sent home and told not to go to work, but that's not really a secret. That was like just straight up told to the people. I mean, you can give all the excuses in the world. It doesn't matter. Like you can say, well, we were in the middle of a pandemic. We had to do it. Well, that's fine. Whatever. I mean, whether you had to do it or didn't have to do it, the fact of the matter is, is that it happened. And that's really the only thing that matters is that 
people were told to stay home. And that sent a ripple through the entire economy, whether it be through manufacturing of goods or distribution or anything else like that. The only people who really showed up for work are people who had essential jobs. And I happen to have one. Hardware stores were an essential job. So I didn't feel the stay home effects, except for the lack of customers coming through the door. Now, as this pandemic really started to kick in and started creating the overwhelming consumer demand as the lack of availability and then the stimulus checks and people told to go out there and spend that money, as it started creating a demand for shipping, that created a situation in which that these companies, if they didn't expand, they missed out on the opportunity to take advantage of the high prices. And if they did expand, they were setting themselves up for failure. So this is something very interesting to think about because I've seen business owners do this. And it's, it's very, it, it seems almost counterintuitive to not expand your business into demand. But that's really what you should do if you want to save your company. Because if you look at some of the articles that I leave down in the description, you're going to find that these freight companies out there are struggling and they're struggling bad to try and keep up with the expansion that they have done and trying to grab those customers. Now think about it. Once you have provided this overwhelming availability, what happens to the price? It plummets. And that's really what we're experiencing right now, not only in shipping, but we're finding it in a lot of inventory goods, like TVs and sofas, stuff like that. These are things that are gonna start coming down. Used car prices, they're starting to come down. Right? Now, this is the, the turning. This is the peak of the inflation scenario that everybody would knew that was gonna turn into a hyperinflation scenario. I mean, everybody knew it, right? They were, it was almost as if it was a guarantee. Now, had you been watching my channel, I was the only one, well, I wasn't the only one, but I was one of very few out there who was saying, nope, this is gonna come to an end, this is a supply chain shortage breakdown, and that at some point when all the mask mandates and all that other crap that kept people from actually showing up to participate in the economy, once all that stuff went away, you would see inflation peak out. The, the Federal Reserve, they're going to try and take like, take the, what is it, take the uh, credit for creating the stop to inflation, like creating that scenario where they're going to say lifting of interest rates stopped the inflation from going any higher. But it isn't them. It was the supply chain. And you can see it right now with, this freight, with these freight companies and the shipping goods out there, shipping of goods out there and how the price of that is dropping and dropping dramatically. And you're gonna find that continuing going into the future. Once all these freight companies really start going bankrupt and you find that the manufacturers out there who were manufacturing into an overwhelming consumer demand, once they go bankrupt, then you're gonna start seeing the real shortages kick in. See, we just experienced a what is probably something that is probably gonna take I can't, I mean, I'm trying to guess like how long it would take. It's going to take years. It could take a decade to get through all this before we start seeing the equilibrium really start to set in. The oversupply, undersupply is going to last for quite some time. And the next shortage that takes place, the next round of shortages that we experience is going to be really bad because there's nobody manufacturing right now. Think about that. 
This is something that I've brought up in many videos in the past. It's not just the shipping that you have to watch or the, you know, price of lumber, which is now at, you know, prices that we had experienced back in 2018. You know, these are the things that are indicators of what's taking place in the economy. It's not just a matter of watching those things. It's, it's watching what's going on with the Federal Reserve. It's watching what's going on with shipping. It's watching what's going on with the retail customers out there. You know, this stuff is going to be quite interesting when all the inventory that is now stuck in the system that is overwhelming Walmart and Target, when all that stuff is gone and the manufactured manufacturers right now who have slowed down dramatically due to the lack of orders that are coming in, think about the shortages that are going to happen. See, before we just couldn't get it through the system. It existed. I mean, it was already created right? We just had a hard time getting it through the system. But now it's coming through the system. All that inventory is coming in. And the manufacturers, they're shrinking. So once all that inventory clears out through the system and then the orders start to kick in again, well, the manufacturers will then have to start ramping up production. But there's not going to be enough in available in circulation. You see, like there's going to be that gap in production taking place. All right, I babbled on long enough. Uneducated economists, you guys let me know.